0: Here's a theme song. You know it's not a mean song. It's a
1: good song, just as it should song. American Brews and Tunes. shibbity baby do Okay, there it goes. yeah. Wait, is this? How's
0: that song go? Oh. Remember when they threw that in the middle of the bridge for that one uh, hostage calm song?
1: I do remember that.
0: What a what a great song! What a great band! R.I.P. Hostage Calm.
1: Yeah, it's unfortunate. You know, I actually haven't listened to them in a while. I should go back and listen to to those uh, records. Yeah, another another
0: great band that was lost. Due to the inevitable march of time. And yeah. time certainly marches on, which is why we're here for another new episode of American and Tunes. <laughs> uh, my name is Steven
1: Johnston. And my name is Jesse Titus.
0: And this is episode 121. Because there's only one year, that's 2021, and we're here to talk about our favorite albums from said year. Yes. Uh, but before we do that...
1: We have some very interesting or some very good beer to try tonight.
0: Yeah, Well, we think it's good, hopefully.
1: I mean, I would assume. Yeah, we we can assume that it's good. But I guess we'll see. Only time will tell.
0: Uh, I can say without a doubt that this is hands down the fanciest beer I've ever bought, just based on packaging.
1: Yeah, based on packaging, for sure. uh, um, I guess we should say it is a Bourbon County brand stout um, from this year. Goose, is, Goose
0: Island of course.
1: Yeah, Goose Island of course. And it is brewed in Blanton, Blanton's bourbon barrels. Um I don't know much about bourbon, but apparently Blanton's is pretty good.
0: Yeah, I've I've delved into to Blanton's quite a bit. Um it's it's uh, if you want a little history lesson, um it is the one. the first marketed single barrel bourbon. So oh. like you know how uh, t- like typically if you like a Jack Daniel's or a, a Maker's Mark or something it's it's a blend of a bunch of different barrels so that way they can create a a consistent flavor over every bottle. Yeah. Um but Blanton's um was marketed as the f- the first single barrel. So that uh, there's oh. plenty more you can find now, but that was the the first one. Um it comes in an awesome bottle. It's hard to describe the shape, it kind of like Almost like a ball, but not really kind of stretched out. It's it's, it's hard to explain the shape, but you just got to look it up. Um, yeah. And it has but, a, a a stopper attached to the cork that's made of pewter, I believe. And it's got a horsey racing.
1: Yes. And that is one thing that transferred over to the, uh, the Goose Island, Bourbon County brand version of it.
0: When you buy a bottle of Blanton's, it comes in a, a box... But inside that box, it comes in a felt bag.
1: Felt bag. So fancy.
0: So naturally, the Goose Island Bourbon County brand stout Blanton's edition also comes in a box and in a nice little felt bag.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like the packaging was like really, really fancy.
0: I mean, we, we knew that it came in a box, obviously, because when we bought it, we saw there was a box. (laughs)
1: <laughs> because we saw it inside yeah. of a box but I, I was
0: genuinely surprised that they they put it in a bag too
1: yeah yeah same here like i well first of all i wasn't even expecting it to be in a box yeah so i was i was uh, pleasantly surprised yeah. at the presentation i think it looks really nice
0: it's a super fancy looking box and then you
1: pop so it gets it gets a it gets a five out of six on presentation
0: Five out of six. Me. Wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, they also have the little horsey stopper with the beer as well.
1: Yes. Yeah. That is that did did uh, transfer over. Yeah. As you I said, I just I like the whole look of this this because the uh, the colors they chose like they're like the dark brown and the, like the darker tan as opposed to like their normal bottles in Bourbon County. I think it's a good choice. I want to nice say that that's
0: closer to the like the Blanton's color of like the label on a bottle okay. Blanton's.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyway, very
0: very good whiskey. I'm I'm really curious to see if we can tell any difference. Um,
1: and <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I have no idea. We'll I, see. I'm I'm just expecting it to be like super overpowering, and like really, I don't know, thick and chocolaty and whatever else. I mean, I'm, I'm it's gonna be that. good.
0: I'm I'm hoping for a nice a nice woody flavors too. Ooh, and ooh, how, how yeah. Long, how long do they age the original uh Goose Island? Do you know? Um,
1: I don't know, but this is 18 months. Yeah, I was, so... was going to say
0: maybe the original one's only aged for like 12 months or something. Could be. I think. But
1: Or maybe knows? they age it in different barrels, and this one,
0: Ooh. they age it in just
1: one barrel. Could be. For the entire batch. One huge <laughs> one barrel. giant barrel. <laughs> oh, man. Shall we give it a, a crack and a pour? Yeah. Yeah, let's give it a try here. There we go. I'm using a new bottle opener. Don't know, uh, just if, how well it's going to work here.
0: New year, new bottle opener, you know.
1: Yeah, new year, new bottle opener, new me. It's, that's generally my philosophy every year.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Is uh, whoa! Just got it open, and that is a that is a pungent smell.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of on par for the rest of the bourbon counties. It's it smells, Ooh, yeah, chocolatey and it looks thick, really Ooh, dark. Okay. It's got a dark, yes. dark. Tan head, I don't know what you would call it. Even brown head, almost.
1: Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit Ugh. behind you. I'm still pouring mine. Yeah.
0: I got excited. Ooh.
1: This is a lot of beer. Yeah, it's a. Uh, to it's uh, for sixteen percentage sixteen ounces and fifteen point four. Yeah, percent it, alcohol. It's
0: up there on the booze level.
1: Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, well, uh, since we're gonna be moving, well. We're gonna be trying it now, so I'm gonna use my little stopper. Oh, it—it's uh, not actually. <laughs> the cork's not the right size, but the
0: stopper <laughs> kind of sits nicely on top. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it won't seal anything. <laughs> no, it
1: will not seal a thing. It is decoration, I think. Yeah, decoration okay. at its
0: finest. <laughs> oh man. <All> right,
1: <clears throat> let's uh, let's give this a let's give this a little try. A.
0: A. As we hey. always say, on American brews and tunes,
1: <laughs> <laughs> down the Blanton's
0: of 2021's hatch. Oof! Had to make the clinking sound myself. It's thick. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah it is thick Um, i don't know if
0: i got much in the way of wood notes but i got really caramely notes really sweet i think
1: i think i'm gonna let that little taste sit in my mouth for a little bit and try it again here in a second yeah
0: i gotta do the same thing because there's There's
1: there is on on the nose there are there are uh caramel and like toffee notes
0: yo definitely Uh, that's and that's kind of what you what you get from like the blantons because I mean, every, like the, whis- the whiskey, every the s- bourbon, I mean, every single barrel bottle is going to be a little different, you know, cause every single mm-hmm. barrel is different, but the, the bottle I have of it right now is very sweet and caramely. Um uh, mm. but if I was to go back and forth drinking this and that, I think it would be a w- very different.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, a little bit different. Um, as I mm. took another sip, I definitely got a little bit more of those, like, Uh, like the general notes that you find in a whiskey i'm not i'm not too uh well versed in whiskey notes or bourbon notes but on the second go go around there i definitely got more of like a earthy kind of like woody um sweetness oh yeah it's kind of nice yeah it like it doesn't it's like a little bit warm like whiskey whiskey but it's not it's not like slappy across the face like you put Too much whiskey in your coffee in the morning or something like that.
0: It's warming, but it's not burning.
1: Yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, it's
0: like a a nice... Like you're just sitting upon the hearth, enjoying the warmth.
1: Ah, yes. And as another season closes, we end it with this beer. Hopefully the harvest will be good.
0: Yes, as I read my leather-bound book.
1: (laughs) Jot down all my thoughts for that day.
0: Today was a good day, I must say. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I didn't have to use my AK. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, man. If, anyway. Um, if, if the flavor profile <laughs>
0: changes or if any we taste yeah. anything different, we'll let you know. I'm sure with this one, we will. Because um, typically with these kind of ones, there's a lot of depth of flavor. So I'm, I'm assuming we'll pick up something as it warms up. But um, we'll let you know as that happens.
1: I'm just writing my uh, description for Untapped real quick.
0: Oh, that's probably a good idea. I'll do that eventually, unless I forget. You never know. Um, But uh, with that, we can move on to our favorite albums of the year. I picked five. And the way I have it set up is I'm going to go through my first four. And then I'm going to just list a couple honorable mentions. And there's a couple bands that just released albums this year that I really need to listen to and then I'll reveal my top album. Ooh. Ooh.
1: Okay, so I'm going to be doing doing it a little bit differently. Um so I have like I have one album that uh came out this past year that I really like, but there like hasn't been a whole bunch of like other releases that I've been super excited for. Mhm. So I'll say that one album, then one that I should have listened to already, but I haven't. And then three others that are secret.
0: Oh, secret secrets are no fun.
1: <laughs> secret secrets are fun in this case. <laughs> yeah, I think they're always fun. <laughs> they're always a little bit fun. Yeah. Ooh. Sometimes at the cost of somebody's I watched, well-being. Uh, but...
0: I watched, this is completely off topic,
1: okay. but <laughs> no I watched uh, Scary Stories like, to Tell in the Dark. It's, you wait, wait, wait. You they turned it show. into a movie, okay? Did you was ever it read the book books? originally? Yeah, there was no.
0: a, a, like a couple of books. I used to like rent them from my elementary school library when I was a youth.
1: Oh, yes, the elementary school library because they
0: were creepy books and you could read them and they were fun. Um, but were they like
1: the goosebumps books, kind of, but they Goose, were there were goosebumps
0: short, books? really short stories, like a page or two.
1: Oh, that sounds pretty cool.
0: And the artwork was just really kind of grotesque. Oh. Nice. Um, but Guillermo del Toro directed it Oh, that's pretty cool So you know there's some pretty cool creature you know type there's stuff be,
1: Yeah, some good prop work for yeah. sure
0: uh, But it's on Netflix it, it came out last year, the year okay. before um, And I think it got decent reviews I can't remember But uh, if you have Netflix, okay, nice. it's yeah. a fun watch
1: Okay, so you did watch it And it was it was worth watching Yeah,
0: I'm, I'm glad I didn't pay $15 to see it at the movie theater But I'm glad I watched uh, it on Netflix Okay
1: yeah, He's got actually, a...
0: maybe I would have watched it in the theater. I like watching scary movies in theaters.
1: Yeah. I don't I can't remember the last time I watched a scary movie in the theater. What? I think it was for the movie called The Forest. The Forest. Which really wasn't that scary. I can't remember if that was actually the name of the movie. But it was at least like 3 years ago. The last creepy movie I, scary movie
0: I saw in a theater was the um the John Krasinski movie. Like the one. Oh, had the quiet. the
1: ooh sh- a quiet, quiet place. Don't don't talk. Yeah. Yeah, the quiet place. Yeah. That one,
0: and that I did. I saw the second one, but not in theaters. But that, that was a really good one in the theaters because oh, audio yeah, was be really good. important.
1: Yeah, that would. I could imagine that being really good. Super good. Um. Also. We both saw the new Spider-Man. Oh, such a good movie. Um, yeah, and and I feel like we should spend a little bit of time talking about the new Spider-Man movie.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, if, Cause, if we're talking about the best albums, we might as well t- talk about the best films. Got to talk about it. It was a 2021 you know. film. Maybe that's yeah, very true. Maybe the best Tom Holland Spider-Man movie. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to say because the um, rest of them are really good, too.
1: I don't think it's the best. It was really good... But I think I like the one with uh, the vulture in it more.
0: Oh, that's a good one, too.
1: Just because it's like just a Spider-Man mm-hmm. movie, you know, and as opposed to this last movie, which like a lot of the most recent Marvel movies are feeling more like Avengers movies where like a yep. bunch of people are involved.
0: But spoiler know? alert, spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> oh, at the end of the movie when no one right. remembers him
1: click away now or, or <laughs> fast forward like 10 <laughs> seconds or 30 seconds i don't know how long steve's gonna talk so about at this, the end so. of the movie when no one
0: remembers him they're setting it up for a non-avengersy spider-man
1: a non oh a non Man.
0: yeah like just a like he can be part of the Mar- the marvel cinematic universe but he won't be like tangled up in all the bigger stories
1: are you talking about venom
0: no, Sp- Spider-Man. Like if the if, if there's another Spider-Man movie that comes out, they set it up so that he's kind of going solo.
1: Oh, right. So he's like not entangled with the MCU right now. Yeah, he's entangled with like the main He's the main entangled canon. in his
0: Sorry. own web.
1: Oh. jeez. Oh.
0: Um,
1: I thought it was really cool seeing uh, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield again. Uh, I, I was more too. stoked about Tobey Maguire just because
0: Same. He he was the those kind movies of like our came Spider-Man.
1: Out yeah when we were younger those those movies came out so but
0: i do like how they tied up andrew garfield's thing because like in the last movie he wasn't able to save the girl
1: oh yeah that was really nice they kind of gave him that win yeah 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 that's that's like the only reason it's not i didn't like it as much as the earlier ones is because like some of it kind of felt like fan service a little bit yeah yeah you know so and i mean it it was it for sure was fan service to have Both the older Spider Mans in there, but
0: absolutely, and Alfred Molina is and um, Willem Dafoe are were the best bad guys. Oh my gosh, yes, so good,
1: one hundred percent, so good. Like whenever, whenever I saw Willem Dafoe as the Green Goblin on screen again, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. (laughs) He's he's such a good
0: actor, and he plays that role so well.
1: Yeah, because I remember you know seeing the first Spider Man and like legitimately being creeped out by Willem Dafoe's performance.
0: Same, that was that was the first movie I ever saw him in, I think.
1: It probably was the first movie I saw him in, too. Yeah.
0: And I've seen a ton of movies with him since. And he's so, he's so versatile for being such a yeah. unique-looking dude.
1: Oh, he's so great. Yeah. Great, anyway, actor, great movie. Yeah, so Check it anyway,
0: out. Uh, unless you <laughs> even If, if you haven't you, already, how have you not seen it? <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Um, but end of spoiler alerts. Sorry. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, do you want
0: me just to go through my list and then you can go through your list, so we don't have to go back and forth for each number?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Since, since I mean, our lists aren't really unified at all. So yeah, yeah. we'll just we'll just do your list first.
0: Um, if I happen to say something that's on your list, just keep it to yourself.
1: Okay, okay. I don't think you will. But, keep it okay. under wraps, Mister. Well, actually, you you might say one.
0: There's one I, I'm thinking of maybe, but we'll see. Um, my number five album of the year is No Effects. Their album called Single Album.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, See, I forgot that that album came out this year. I mean, that <laughs> was, was so long
0: ago, it seems like. Uh, I know. But it's not their best album. So long ago. Uh, but it, it's solid. It didn't disappoint me. Um, I, yeah,
1: it was. I remember I think I listened to it maybe twice through, and I remember it being interesting.
0: Yeah, they they kind of changed some things, and, and Fat Mike kind of sounds old and tired, but I still liked it. Yeah. Um, If you really want to check out any songs, my favorite were Fish in a Gun Barrel and Last Resort. Um, okay. Good stuff. Uh, my number four favorite one is an EP, so it's a little shorter, and it's oh, that's actually my gripe about it because I wish it was longer. It's okay. Survivor's Guilt by Kenny Hoopla.
1: Oh wow, that one was on my list. Oh, you're supposed to keep that to yourself. <laughs> that one was not on my list. Jeez, oh, I, mean, I don't even know who that. Is. Oh, I remember you telling me about him, right? Yeah, he. You told me about him recently. Yeah, you've been really digging his stuff.
0: So he's. Uh, it's another case of a. Uh, somebody doing a pop punk collaboration slash co-write slash performance with Travis Barker. Right. Um, so Travis liked this guy. So he co-wrote and produced and recorded a whole album with him. Well, not a whole album, was an he, EP.
1: Was he, was, was the guy in anything before or was he I just? I mean, he, he
0: had his, I, I don't know what his last, I think his real name is Kenny, but uh, he, he, pl- he performed as Kenny Hoopla before. Um, and I've only ever heard like one or two other songs that aren't on this album. Um, Kenny hoopla. but the new one's pretty solid oh. it's it nice it sounds kind of polished and overproduced like everything else travis barker's been doing lately
1: <laughs> dude uh, no kidding but i don't mind I, I,
0: once you get past that it's it's a fun listen
1: oh yeah 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 for sure and uh, i mean i don't know there's always a place for like the overproduced stuff i think yeah that, you know certain times that does sound really good and that's what you want yeah and at certain times you want like the more laid back Oh, absolutely! Yeah, more uh, quiet approach, but yeah.
0: Um, but my favorite songs on there are "Hollywood Sucks" and "Estella." Two very good songs.
1: And just so you know, dear listener, Hollywood does suck. So they say. Actually, I, don't, I, don't, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, that, I would I would assume that it's probably not uh, that great, but I mean, I've never been there. I don't, I don't know.
0: I'm planning on going there <laughs> later
1: next year, but we'll see oh wait next year i mean this year <laughs> I'm still not used i to it was like i was like wow <laughs> you're planning a trip like a year in, in advance that's impressive <laughs> not that far away <laughs> uh, i'm just
0: used to saying next year i haven't gotten into right. the habit of it now being 2022 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my number three album is Bang" by switchfoot okay it's just like the album Bang" by bayside <laughs> in title alone
1: <laughs> only in entitled. <laughs>
0: Literally. Um I guess also in the artwork, because there just happens to be an Enterobang on the cover of both of them.
1: Right. I mean, what is like where is Entero Bang actually used, like in the English language? Um Do you know, off the top of your head?
0: Off the top of my head, I don't, but there is a Netflix episode on their docuseries, Explained, that talks about punctuation and they go Ooh. over the Enterobang.
1: Ooh. Maybe I'll have to look that up. It's later. interesting.
0: For anyone who doesn't know the Entero Bang is Essentially, a question mark with a exclamation mark, like superimposed above it, so they're kind of like one mark yeah. together. It's it's pretty cool looking uh, punctuation mark, um, kind of just like yeah. a like like something uh, you, you might expect to see it like on a in a comic book or something. It's weird.
1: Is it like is it supposed to be like that moment of like surprise and questioning at the same time? I think so. Like, just like, <gasps>
0: something like oh my, like like whoa, like where are like what 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 happened? Like what in the whoa. <laughs> Like, golly, gee, gee gosh, gee darn. Gee, willikers. Whoa, Nelly. Schneegies. <laughs> what's he say in uh, Dumb and Dumber? Cripes. Cripes. <laughs> what weird, Cripes. What a weird thing. Bad gummit. <laughs> um, but Switch what's of Tarot Bang um, was an yes. interesting album because the production was way different than their past several albums, yeah. especially their last one, which was more of like a dancey sounding record.
1: Yeah, this one was way more like subdued, way more mellow, way more
0: And I don't know. I thought it was interesting. Switchfoot being a band that is Christian took a yeah. they they used a a well pronounced I can't remember the guy's name, but the producer was like very um outspoken atheist. So they kinda wanted to oh, go at odds okay. a little bit and, and just experience like well, just do like a regular thing.
1: Yeah, who knows? That would that, that would be an interesting uh just to say interesting that interesting conversation to have with uh, like ask them about that.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be cool to like watch a the making of just to hear some yeah, discussions yeah, or whatever. Yeah, be kind of interesting. Um, but also, I think maybe they did that because there's such weird political divide, and they're saying anyone can get along. You know, it's you don't have to
1: ostracize yeah, people I mean, because of is, beliefs. That is like that is like a, a general message across the whole album. And that it's is like, one
0: of the messages on my favorite songs. If I were you,
1: oh yes, nice. Oh,
0: such a good song.
1: It is. I love I love the guitar tone on that song. Oh, it's so like like it's so tight and yeah. like crisp and chunky at the same time. It's like it's, a, it's so like good. a
0: fuzzy thing, but not like the thick fuzz.
1: Yeah. It's like really short. Yeah, it's like really uh, good tone. Almost like you'd you you'd use the word like metered or like uh um uh, like I don't know, divided exactly. I have no idea.
0: I don't know. But that song's is, great and it's the a, hard yeah. way is also great. So those are the two I'd okay, recommend. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two favorite album is OK Human by Weezer.
1: See, I also forgot that that album came out this year. Well, I, I'm was, also not well, the biggest fan of, of Weezer, or I haven't listened to them very much, so they're not on my radar.
0: They put out two albums this year also, so that doesn't help. Um, but this oh, one wow. was the first one that came out. I think it came out in January or February. Um, okay. and it's, oh,
1: I remember I listened to it one time after you said it, it was pretty good. Yeah, it's definitely a play it, on it was an very... Okay
0: Computer by Radiohead. Yeah. So they're kind of cuz that was when Radiohead started getting a little bit more into electronics and experimenting. So I think this is Weezer doing the opposite. They're they they had like a chamber orchestra mixed yeah, with pop like,
1: music. Yeah. They're like going super musical on it. Yeah. Like... It was
0: it was cool. They did really cool arrangements and it was just a a, mm. a fun album that was really unexpected. Uh, my nice. favorite songs are All My Favorite Songs and Playing My Piano. And boy, Play did he.
1: My Piano. Yeah. Uh, I
0: before I get to my number one, I have yes. a couple honorable mentions. I'll get through these real quick. Medicine at Midnight by the Foo Fighters. Um, oh, a Good okay. Year to Forget by Joey Cape. I forgot about that album almost. Oh,
1: I also forgot about that album. Uh,
0: Sour by Olivia Rodrigo.
1: Oh, I don't know that one.
0: She Did you ever hear the Driver's License song?
1: uh yeah yeah I it's, think it's her the rest of the has. album was pretty good though i know little, yeah i know that, I, I do know that oh really
0: yeah there's a couple of that songs that that were like more rocky and i was like whoa i didn't expect that
1: yeah you would not expect that from uh I from mean, the driver's
0: license girl. yeah n-
1: the only song that i know from her is that driver's license yeah. song so that, that song you using up. the word grunge uh, to describe olivia rodrigo it's definitely not something i was expecting
0: yeah it, some of those songs come out of left field but it, it's huh. a cool listen Cool. Um, and my last one is Ska Dream by Jeff Rosenstock.
1: Very nice. Very what nice. What an
0: awesome little album. Um, but there's two albums I need to listen to more. I don't have the names of them in front of me, but they're by the bands Turnstile and the Illuminati Hotties. Um, both
1: Illuminati Hotties.
0: Yes. I've heard Wait. songs off of both albums and I like them. I just haven't listened to the albums enough. So who, I, I needed to who dive into we, them.
1: Who did we see the Illuminati Hotties with?
0: Uh, it might have been Jeff Rosenstock or the Menzingers.
1: It was one of those two bands. I yeah. think
0: it might have been Menzingers. I can't remember, but we definitely saw them before.
1: I remember, I remember liking them whenever yeah. we saw them.
0: Yeah, and the new album's uh, it's supposed to be really good, and the mm. couple one or two songs I've heard are, are pretty solid.
1: Yeah. Nice. Uh, but
0: that brings me to my number one album of 2021, and that is Life Forms by Angels and Airwaves. Oh, Ooh. I also forgot about
1: that album. That's also a great album.
0: I 100% did not forget about it because Thanks. it was super solid. Um, it's their first album in seven years, um, and it's super compact. It's only 10 songs in 37 minutes, which is like drastically different from their last two albums where yeah. they had like soundscapes and the sweeping uh swells all over the intros where it takes like a minute and a half before the music even comes in yeah um this one's more compact and they, they still have the electronic stuff um, but it's just just kind of simple and gets to the point tom sounds old but he sounds really good i think on yeah here.
1: i mean i i don't know like i feel like i i know what you mean by the fact that he sounds old mm-hmm. uh i mean compared to you know earlier blink 182 days but i think he sounds like he sounds good though
0: yeah, I think he sounds really good. And I saw them live on the, this past year on the tour, and he sounded one of the best times I've ever seen him live because hmm. uh, I've seen him sound terrible live before. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it, like you want to be embarrassed <laughs> for him, but then you're like, yeah, it's Tom DeLonge. He can do what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he sounds good right now. Um, it's a really good album. Um saw the whole way through, but if I had to pick two songs, it would be um, Losing My Mind and my absolute favorite, Euphoria.
1: Oh, okay, nice.
0: That, that's the one that sounds like Rush, like with the heavy guitars.
1: Oh, okay, oh, that's such I, I've a good only, song. I've only listened to that to that album. I think maybe three times through yeah. total. It's worth um, a revisit.
0: It's a yeah. nice short listen.
1: Yeah, I can't remember uh, which songs I really liked, but I remember liking a few of them quite a bit. Yeah,
0: there's a couple that, that need to grow on you, but uh, okay. For the most part, there's a lot that uh, is really mm-hmm. good right off the bat.
1: Nice, nice. That's my list. Very nice. Well, that's a pretty good list. I think um, so. <laughs> now turning to my list, uh the the one that you probably thought you had the same as me, uh definitely was, and that is uh Switchfoot's album and Tarot Bang.
0: I, I figured that would be on there. Kind of like uh, if if there was ever a Blink 182 album that came out, no matter how bad it was, it would always be in my top five. <laughs> for yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So Switchfoot um, put, put out a, a good album. I, th- I figured you'd yeah. put it up there.
1: Yeah, just to reiterate, I guess what we said earlier, like they just, I don't know, they just put out good music. Like John, I, I think John Foreman is like, he's one of my favorite songwriters for sure. Um, and just the way that they structure songs, like is so simple yet so effective. And I just think that, I don't know, they just write good music.
0: Yeah. And I've liked
1: them since I was a kid and um, I still think they put out good music.
0: Yeah, they found ways to, to kind of stay true to their, their sound, but also evolve and make it interesting still.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So now to, <laughs> to move on to an album that I have not listened to fully, uh, but need to listen to. Uh, it is Tyler, the creator's new album, Call Me If You Get Lost.
0: I and... previewed a couple songs on there, and it sounded interesting, and then I forgot about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I I completely forgot that this album came out um until I went to California for my sister's wedding. And her fiance was like, Oh yeah, Tyler the Creator's new album came out too. I was like, Oh, dang, I didn't even know that.
0: Did you like what you heard so far?
1: Uh yeah, yeah. From what I've heard so far, I I definitely like it. He's such um, a
0: unique songwriter. He he producer. really is.
1: He really is. And I mean, like I'm I'm we're both you know, newbies with the, uh, hip hop or, you know,
0: uh, it's even hard scene. to call him hip hop.
1: Yeah, true. He, 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 does seem like he's more like experimental in a way.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, he's very genre bending as they would say.
1: Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So I, I need to get into that, that album more because after, um, Igor, I have really enjoyed Tyler. So yeah. yeah, need to get into that. Um, and now for the last three, they are all in the same category (laughs) they are all singles that have have been released of upcoming albums that i'm very (laughs) excited for okay (laughs) so uh the first one which i know that you will well actually the first two you'll both you'll share i don't know like interest
0: can i guess you
1: You can guess the first one you'll get it i I think there's one greg barnett Oh shoot! Nope. that's not one. <laughs> that's not that's not one. But I actually he just after he hearing, put out a new he,
0: song again today.
1: <laughs> yeah, after hearing the like what he posted on Instagram of that song, I'm actually really excited.
0: Same, for it. it's gonna be awesome because it
1: sounds like almost like an old like folksy like western type feel. Yeah, to the whole thing, and so I, I think that would I think that'll work well for him.
0: Yeah. That, so that was one. My, one yeah. Guess. So the guess guess, guess, guess again.
1: Okay. Yeah, that is the second one. Yeah, pup. Okay. So they've released uh the song is waiting and kill something yeah they, uh,
0: they sound awesome and the artwork looks pretty cool too. yeah the
1: art the art uh, the artwork artwork looks really cool um still a good pup sound uh the uh kill something song almost sounds like like an eighties like rock anthem
0: yeah I can see that
1: not like musically wise but like song structure wise
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't know. Just like the whole feel of the song, feels like they're going away. Like not away from, but like for this song, for this one song, they're like deviating mm-hmm. from their general uh, like songwriting structure, which is yeah. kind of interesting. They're changing it up. Yeah. <clears throat> so there's there's one more that that I think that you will guess if you if you just think about it.
0: It's not oh Frank Turner.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Frank Turner. I, I
0: forgot about that until right now. I'm super excited yeah,
1: with everything so, he's released. So Frank Turner uh is coming out with a new album uh, which is just entitled FTHC. Frank or Turner. Frank Hardcore. Turner Hardcore. Um and the songs that he's released so far, like are so good. Like they they remind me of Frank Turner whenever we start like whenever I started listening to him. Like the England keep my bones days and you know, it's
0: like a renewed energy that's been missing from the past couple records.
1: Yeah, I think that's I think that's a better way to put it. Um
0: it's but still, in his defense, the, the past couple records weren't really calling for it. True. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's very true. Um, but I think that like you can hear all like all the stuff that, that drew me to Frank Turner initially, like the songwriting stuff and the melodies and you know kind of like the Kurt, like uh in your not like in your face lyrics but like but kinda, a little, yeah, little bit more abrupt degree. you know um everything that drew me to him initially like i can see bits bits of that in these last songs that he's released they don't I'm sound anything excited. like his earlier stuff but i can still like like see that it has the, that the energy sense. is there yeah the energy is there yeah just like you said
0: and it's definitely more hardcore than folk <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's
0: gonna be a really interesting listen i think i mean
1: it is called f t h c yeah not f t f Frank Turner folk <laughs> um fair enough so so there's there's one more that I'm very much looking forward to uh can you hmm. guess what it is
0: give me a clue uh
1: um, a wilhelm I'm, scream no no oh, they, yeah they they, they just also... put out their first one
0: yeah that's also a good one to mention
1: um Um, hmm. it is i'm trying to think of a good clue that's not going to give it away immediately um
0: is it something i already know of
1: i don't think so oh um hmm. it is a band who who (laughs) see okay i'll just say it's a band who i like uh but you don't exactly like
0: animal collective?
1: but yes ah! <laughs> <laughs> so i was about to say but i think that you should listen to one of the singles they released called prester john uh so both singles i i actually think you'd like both singles uh prester john a little bit more than the song i think it's called walking
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and mainly because it seems like with these first two singles Animal Collective is stepping away from, like, the eclectic, like, weird experimental stuff and kind of shifting a little bit more towards tonality and, mul- and melody. They're going um,
0: towards sanity.
1: <laughs> so uh I've been jamming the song Presser John, like, all day today because it's so catchy. Um,
0: I'll check it out.
1: What's the and that could happen. I should mention that there are still weird things, obviously, because it's Animal Collective. Yeah. Um, and at the end of both songs, there's like a minute of like weird stuff that goes on.
0: That'll probably be but, the point where I would hit the next button.
1: Yeah. But I think that I legitimately think uh, I, I will be surprised if you do not at least like Prester John.
0: All right. Well, I'll, I'll check it out and let you know what I think. So, at the very least.
1: So that's why I'm excited. I'm the most excited for that album to come out this year. I think it's coming out in February. Well, that's right um, around the corner. Yeah. Quite literally. So I'm just excited because like the two songs they've released are fairly different than what they've released in the past. Especially after their uh their one of their most recent albums Tangerine Reef, where it was like just very very experimental and very strange. Tangerine Reef yeah. Is that like the opposite of Strawberry Jam? Exactly. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But anyway, so I'm I'm pretty excited. I actually kind of, yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited for you to listen to those songs.
0: Now, I know you had mentioned that you were also interested in listening to the Turnstile album.
1: Yes, I am.
0: We should uh, both listen to that and then make that a one-off episode. Sounds good to me. And then we can go through the turnstiles together.
1: <laughs> okay, sounds good.
0: But anyways, 2021, um, there was definitely good stuff that came out, um, and it's a, it was a challenging year for people to put out content.
1: It really was. I um, mean, just even I
0: mean, even harder than 2020 because in 2020 there was stuff that people had already been working on, right. and able to to do,
1: right. And now now people are having to like completely change the way they do things, and so yeah. obviously it's going to put you know some added stress or pressure or whatever else onto their you know the songwriting process that a band yeah. normally has
0: but it also creates new things because i think a lot of what frank turner has put out is is all been done in isolation to a degree
1: yeah yeah true
0: he's even got a song i've only heard the acoustic version that he did live but he's got a song written for uh, scott hutchinson
1: oh uh, it's a hopeful oh. song
0: though but it's it's uh very I've- emotional
1: I um I don't think I knew about that actually.
0: Well, just leave it there and let it be a surprise when you hear the rest of the album.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm excited for that. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think, I,
0: I think 2022 is going to be a better yeah. year for music than 2021 was.
1: I, I believe so too, especially with what There's I've also heard higher recently. chances that
0: Blink-182 will put out music this year than last year. <laughs> True. <laughs> There's a yeah, 0% think...
1: chance now that they'll
0: 20... <laughs> have music <lasts laughs> last year.
1: <laughs> I think that we can expect music from uh, Kendrick Lamar. Yes. I know that he was featured on a Baby Keem song.
0: He's doing the um, halftime show at the Super Bowl. Oh, I, is he really? I, yes. Oh and, my god. Well, him, him, and I think it's a like th- four or five big names. I think Jay Z is also in there, and a couple other big names that I can't I might, remember. I, but, I might
1: actually tune in and watch the Super Bowl this year, yeah. especially if Just the Steelers are in it. Oh, they could be. <laughs> There's potential <laughs> but, there.
0: Slim chances, but uh you know, anything's <laughs> possible. But yeah, um K- Kendrick's probably gonna put I think he posted something recently too that, that was a little cryptic and leading towards something, but yeah. It, I think it'll be a good year for music. Uh, I'm excited to hear what comes out.
1: Yeah, I think we should get something from Arcade Fire as well. Yes, yeah, they,
0: they teased like three albums a year and a half ago.
1: <laughs> so we'll see. they better they they better come out with something soon.
0: Or I'll set their arcade on fire. <laughs> uh, the joke's only but. good for the first couple times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. But any, anyway, uh, thoughts on the beer? Has it changed? Have you noticed any more
1: notes? Uh, let me take another sip here and I will tell you.
0: I think, I don't know. It's just that it has such a nice caramely sweetness.
1: I feel like it's tasted pretty similar most of the so way too. through. I think so,
0: too. I think I get a little bit more of the woodiness, but it's super sweet, like like caramely. Not like sugar cloying sweet.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely not that.
0: sweet like the caramel from a bourbon, and it's hard to explain if you don't drink bourbon, but it's... Well,
1: yeah, it's... uh, Okay, so imagine a Twix bar, right? The caramel in that is not the caramel flavor we're talking about. No. The caramel flavor is... uh, Think if you've had like coffee that has caramel flavoring in it. Well, well if, if, that's not if, the best. Even if you're a beer, actually.
0: if you're a beer fan, how about this? Um, if you're drinking a delicious, uh, usually like an amber lager or a brown ale, yeah, uh, that has yeah, a, true. a a nice sweet note that you're not sure where it's coming from. It, it typically might have that caramely sweetness, typically from the malts or wherever that's coming in. It's like that, yeah. but it's amplified big time here.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, it's just uh, really big. I don't know how to. De- I, yeah, I don't know how best to describe it. It just. Like, the, the caramel flavor is way more pervasive in the body of the beer. Yes. Like, it, it fills out the body way more than I was expecting it to.
0: Same. And I'm not complaining one bit. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is really good. I've, so far, out of the, the Bourbon County beers, I've had the regular one and their Coca-Cola one from this year.
1: Ooh, how was that?
0: It kind of... Kind of tasted cokey. So. <laughs> so you didn't like it? Um, I didn't dislike it because there was enough like Bourbon County beer stuff that saved yeah. it. But they did a really good job at doing what they set out. So um, huh. it, it, it was still really good. I liked it. Have, um, but, but between that and the regular one, this is my favorite so far, hmm. by far I, and large.
1: Have you ever had those uh, Cola gummies?
0: Yep. Hate them.
1: Did it taste like that?
0: <laughs> no, not okay. at all. That's good. That's completely good. different from that
1: okay good <laughs> yeah. you,
0: you've got a bottle of it you have to try it and let me know what you think yeah
1: yeah i'll have to try it at some point yeah but um, anyway
0: yeah, let's, let's say we uh finish these and sign off
1: yeah yeah here's to uh here's to 2022 yeah a good May it bring good, us good year of music fortune
0: and good music yeah and maybe sure. a new spider-man who knows
1: who knows maybe um,
0: christmas time i mean probably not it there's no mention of it, but there's other good movies coming out that I'm yeah. very excited for. And to the the movies, the music, and all of the stuff that's coming in 2022, especially the new Tree Shelf album.
1: Oh, yeah. More Definitely on that, that later. Later.
0: We'll have to review our own album on the podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not doing that.
0: <laughs> I'll do a solo episode if I need to. Perfect five out of five.
1: <laughs> oh, oh man. man. All right. All right.
0: Well... As we always say on American Brews and Tunes, down the 2022 hatch. Ah, ah Delicious beer. And it a little really scene a behind beer. the curtain, I still have over half of my beer left, and I'm going to enjoy it for a while now.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I am I, also going to enjoy it for a while.
0: Yeah, I couldn't finish this entire thing in 40 minutes. Oh man, But uh, thanks
1: for joining us My name is Stephen Johnston My name is Jesse Titus
0: And this is American Brews and Tunes Whoa! Hoo-ah! Here's a theme song You know it's not a mean song It's a good song Just as
1: it should song American Brews and Tunes shibbity beam a